Welcome to Intellex, a place for entrepreneurs. This is season one, episode six, and we have our featured speaker, Jay Rivers. How you hey. doing today? Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? How you feeling, Lex? I'm good. That's how are you feeling? I'm doing pretty good. I like how you got the little background music, you know what I mean? It, it, it's very professional. Mate, it's very <laughs> I'll give you that. Now, for those who don't know who you are, you know, just tell them a little bit about yourself and what you do. All right. Well, um, J.A.Y. Rivers. Um, Yeah. Music, uh, author of two books, Uh, used to model a little bit, but most people know me for the music. So, um, so yeah, it's a musical artist, five years in, uh, just enjoying myself. That's awesome. So walk us through how you decided to become an author, a model, an artist. Like, what was your inspiration? Uh, you know, Lex, uh, the the author, you know, that was something I was always, I always wanted to do. I, I grew up um, just a, a fan of writing. So, uh, you know, graduating high, uh, college, I just always wanted to write a manual for kids who uh, came through the same struggle as I did. So that just kind of came naturally. Uh, the music the music kind of came through a, a very tough time in my life uh, where I felt like, you know, only a song could bring out the, the type of, of emotions that I was experiencing. And um, uh, it, it became therapeutic. And, and five years later, I've done pretty well with it. So... Uh, modeling this was a result of the music people were seeing me they they would ask me to model um didn't really love it too much but uh, i had fun with it uh that's all just you know just just you know riding the path that guy has for me so that's all it is hey that's all you gotta do right yeah yeah <laughs> like it feels like you know you, you you got one gift so the gift started out with writing and then writing just turned into rapping it turned into modeling. It turned into you know things that progressed in my uh, in my professional career. So um, it's like your gift is from me. So I think that that's exactly what what, what happened in my case. Definitely. Now with writing, how long have you been writing? Well, in terms of like you know books. Um, speeches, things that I mean, I've been writing my whole life, uh, going back to high school. I remember I won this citywide play um, just for, for writing this, this script on basketball. Um, it was a basketball-inspired play or what have you that they actually did. It was in uh, 2004. I won an award across the city, so I always enjoy writing. Um, but the music, the music aspect, that came about five years ago four or five, I mean, five or six years ago where, you know, I, I, I kind of look at, at songwriting as, as kind of like a, a puzzle, you know, because you can write words and make them sense, but or, or make them make sense, rather. But when you can write, you know, kind of like poetry, like musical poetry and make it mm-hmm. kind of feels like a game. And when you can make it make sense and make the song hot, it's even a, a better game, you know, so uh, that's how right. I got into it. Now, were there any 
uh, nervous feelings, you know, when you first decided to perform, like walk us through how that went. Oh, absolutely. What? I mean, I remember, (laughs) I I remember like it was yesterday because, um, you know, prior to me, you know, doing music and stuff, I was incredibly timid. I didn't really talk much or anything like that. And uh, people would say, well, Josh, when you going to perform? And I was mortified because I didn't, I've never performed before. Uh, so what I would do is I would be like, you know what, Josh, you got to put yourself out there. You know, so I, what I, what I did, what I started out with was um, open mics, uh, open mics at Bus Boys and Poets down here in DC, where I would kind of test out my poet, my rhyme, but in a poetry form. Uh, and that kind of got me a bit, uh, comfortable with the crowds but i remember my first rap performance was in queens new york oh my god it was um <laughs> it was, I was so nervous man because in queens they take rap serious and you can't you can't have no garbage lines no garbage bars anything so i was mortified but um i got on the stage and i kind of like blanked out and before i knew it you know, I, I did the, the the performance. You know, I turned. I felt like I turned into a whole different person. Um, but uh, you know, the the nervousness kind of gets quieted down with preparation. So uh, I get nervous every time I perform. But once I get out there, it's almost like muscle memory. Nice, and I'm pretty sure your your practice and work ethic, you know, helps along with that. So let's walk through how you prepare for a performance or how you prepare for writing, like what your, what your uh, style is or, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, when it comes to a performance, it starts in my mind because I, I kind of want it to be like a, an actual performance where you, you kind of leave your reality both in whatever is going on. So um, I visualize every, every aspect of how the performance is going to go. I visualize what songs go with what, you know, just just, just playing around with things in my, in my head. Uh, from there, it's literally hundreds of reps, hundreds of reps of of, uh, of, of just memory, of, of memorizing lines and, um, you know, just trying to engage an imaginary crowd, you know, to, <laughs> to, to you know, it, you got you to gotta practice everything because you can't, you know, there are times where I've been in performances and, you know, um, the crowd was just still and dull. And it's like, yo, what do we do here? You know, so you got to kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, you, you practice for every situation that uh, comes your way or that you think will come your way. And you just do your thing. But it's a hundred, hundreds of reps, hundreds of uh, memorizing of lines and, and stuff like that. But, um, from there, you just is is just you know rocking the crowd, making sure that the crowd is involved and stuff. So I I study a lot of Jay Z, a lot of J Cole, um, their performances. Uh, KRS One, um, he's a great performer. Um, just all great performers. Um, I you know so it's a balance of 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 rapping and studying for me when it comes to uh you know just just performing on the, on, the, on the stage. Awesome. Now, I I know personally, you know, you're not only an artist and an author, but you're also in business. So let's talk about that. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as you know, business wise, um, so I, I I do run a, an uh, I am the director of HR for a federal agency. Um, so you know, I, I'm in charge of the HR human resource policy for over for close to 500 people. Um, I tell everybody, no one comes in and no one goes out of my agency without me knowing. Uh, and it's a it's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, I'm the first black director of HR, so that you know that that means something special to me. But aside from that, um, just by creating generational wealth, you know, stock, stock trading, and and um, you know just just trying to stay abreast with the the business industry. So I I like I like to to be well versed in everything, not too heavy on the arts where I don't know the professional side, and then not too professional that I can't hang out with my RC people and be creative and, and you know yeah. so I try to keep a good balance of both and you know politics as well but that goes into business as well so yeah and a lot of people shy away from you know politics and <laughs> things of that nature so that's good that you embrace it yeah you can't, you can't I, you know I know I know a lot of people shy away from it but it's gonna happen Right. So you got you might as well get comfortable with the notion of it, understand how these people think, how they move, what they're saying, what it means. That way you're 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 able to equip yourself for your future. You know, politics. I, I don't like politics either, but I see how it shapes the world, you know. So, mm-hmm. so I gotta understand. And I feel like every black person, every person should just understand politics um and just how to affect it. So so yeah, I've come to enjoy it a little bit. I don't like the games that they play, but I've come to enjoy the strategy within it. That's awesome. And you know, congratulations on working your way up in the business. Now, as a man, what's your view on how it affects you in the business world and then also as a black man? Well, you know, that's a good question. Like, um, as far as like doing the business world as a black man, um, as a black, a young black executive and the youngest um, black director in my agency, uh, it's a bit, it's a, it's a bit tough. It's tough because um, you're on a, you're you're under a microscope. Uh, people wonder why are you there, how you got there. Uh, they question your intellect, your knowledge, your, your skill, your talent. Um, but at the same time, there's no other place I'd rather be because every day it places you, it keeps you on your toes and it allows you not to take life for granted, you know. Um, and it gives you a chance to show people that your people can communicate, can, can, can you know, succeed, can excel at the highest level, you know, and on top of that. You know, just some personal other things, man, but... You know, right now it's just the music. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. I got. I got to focus on one thing at a time. Yes, yes, <laughs> we all do. Yeah, it's easier said than done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Now, for the listeners mm-hmm. who don't know, how many albums do you have, and what are each one about? Yeah, I, I'm glad you asked me that because that's a great question. I think that so my first album is called Thirty. Um, that's the album I, I, I think I, it, I say it took me a lifetime to make because it's literally my life from, you know, growing up in Southwest Philadelphia, the inner city of Philly, 
all the way to, you know, me getting to the government and moving to D.C. You know, um, the reason why it's called 30 is because I honestly didn't know if I was going to make 30. You know what I mean? Mm. Say that black men uh, don't, you know, few, very few black men reach the age of 30 without either being jailed, killed, or arrested in some sort. You know, and I have been neither. So um, that's why I named it 30. Uh, so then the second one is called Business Never Personal. Uh, that was that was a, a transition in my life where I just felt like, you know, um, I got so many people that are riding me. Uh, I gotta get I gotta get rid of some of this, some of this baggage, some of these people, you know, some of these negative thoughts. So it was like, listen, I gotta do this for me. It's business, it's never personal, but I'm, I'm going to a new level and I can't keep the same baggage with me. You know, so that that was the second album. And then the third one is just called Hello, Mr. Rivers. And that's just me being comfortable in my own skin. You know, it's, it's going to be a very shocking album because uh, people have never heard me talk like this. People have never, you know, gotten into the psyche of me. But with this album, it's kind of like I'm just giving a more transparent um, uh, view into, listen, this is who I am. I don't apologize for it. God made me this way, so y'all got to get used to it. So it's Hello, Mr. Rivers. <laughs> I know that's right. Introducing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Introducing them to you. Absolutely. The upgraded you. Absolutely. That's good. So, um, I think that's the, the best way to gain real relationships and authentic followers because when you're authentically you, mm-hmm. They can see that exactly. and they people attract that, you know, they're attracted to that. So that's definitely um right. a good thing now. Now I know you're a reader. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you better believe it. You better believe it. What's one book that's changed your life? The one book that I always go back to anytime I have a transition in my life, anytime I have a question from God, I always go to the alchemist. Uh, the Alchemist is a beautiful book. I can summarize it up for you, but I really encourage you and whoever else that's going to uh, listen to this to, to really read it. Um, that book legitimately changed my life because it, it, you know, it taught me to look for God signs everywhere. You know, as long as your heart is pure and you're, you're trying to move in the right direction, you know, God got your back. Um, so that that changed my life. But right now, I'm trying to read the book out of peace. And um, it's kind of a book in which uh, tells you, you know, you should always uh, maintain the peace around you and peace for others. But if someone uh, violates your space, this is how you handle them. So um, I'm kind of reading that uh, right now. But, the Alchemist is definitely one of my, my favorite books of all time. Mm, who, who's the author of Oh he the, the, the person has a funny name. Let me let me go to the book. Let's see. It is where's this book at? Uh, maybe I'll have to <laughs> email it to you. I got gotta look through these books. Here it is right here. I got it. No, this is not it. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to email it to you. Okay. Yeah. But it's like Robert Powell or something like that. I'll, again, I'll email it to you. 
Okay. Yeah, no problem. You know, just trying to give the listeners the plug. You yeah. know, so they can, well, listen, it's so called The Alchemist. It's a best-selling book. It's been around for years, for decades, probably hundreds of years. But um, I'm telling you, it'll change your life. It really, if, you, if you're a spiritual person, if you're a person that, you know, questions your path with God and, and, and things and, you know, the signs that you expect or want to receive from God. I think it's a great book. Awesome. Now, you know, before we kind of come to a close, mm-hmm. you know, we want to hear a little snippet of what you got going on. So, you know. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know if I, uh, I was going to I was going to do an acapella, but let me see. Um, let me think. Uh, Okay, I'll do a, a verse from um, a song that uh, I worked on on the album. It's called Bleed. Uh, this song mm-hmm. is kind of like, you know, uh, people say that I'm, I'm not very uh, emotional or, you know, I'm very laid back. But I think that when you're responsible for a lot, you kind of bleed internally, meaning like your, your emotions inside. Uh, they, they bleed or, or your heart bleeds and stuff like that so um, I'll, I'll share a verse from Bleed uh, and yeah let me see if I can remember it honestly <laughs> <laughs> um, man yours truly one and only I got all the success tell me why I'm feeling lonely and all these people heard it Jay but they don't know me women trying to control me foes trying to expose me huh now, my life is like an open book. So if you take a listen, you can take a look. Check it. See, I've been divorced. Poverty, confidence taken out of me. Foster care was the bottom for me. And I'm speaking honestly, man. Still made my mama proud of me. Still gave back to all of the young I gave it from my heart, so they honor me. I, te- I teach my people to be great. No apologies. I can't convey the stress that I'm feeling. I've been good for so long. I'm guessing I'm going to play the villain. So if you skin her, I'm still manga. But if you sing, then I'm bang. If I'm up in the range, then your eye bleed. Bleed from my heart. Bleed because they take it and they just tear it apart. Your eye bleed. Bleed from the grind. Put in all that work, baby. I deserve it, son. Yeah, hey, hey, that, there you go. There you go. I, I can't read too much. Hey. There you go. There you go. But that's me. That was good. That was good. Yeah. I'm going to need one of those applause. <laughs> <laughs> that was bleed. Uh, I literally just, you know, it came off the top of my head. But um, it's one of my favorite, mo- most personal songs on the album. And uh, again, May 22nd, uh, Hello, Mr. Rivers. I can't wait for y'all to hear. I think I might have even sent it to you, so you, you you can listen to it. Let me know what you think after this. Awesome! And um, where can people find the music once it drops? Oh, so it's gonna be everywhere. It's gonna be on Spotify, Title, Apple Music, iTunes, Pandora, uh, every Google Play, <laughs> uh, Google, you know, Google, Google Music, um, Deezer, where, wherever you listen to music. All you got to do is type in Jay Rivers uh, or you can type in Jay Rivers. Hello, Mr. Rivers by May 22nd. Yeah, it'll be right there for you to, to listen to. I got my one of my favorite people on there, L.A. Brown. We make hits together. We make soul music. So um, two of those joints on top of it. A couple club, not club, but kind of you can ride in the car real fast and, you know, some thoughtful vocal ones. <laughs> 
I got one for black men on there. So um, it's again a real personal album to me, but uh, I think I think everyone's gonna enjoy it. Can't wait for it to come out so I can hear all of the fire that's gonna be oh, that's dropping. I appreciate you saying that. But... No problem. Yeah. Now, you know, on here we talk about gems. You know, we got to drop some gems. So. What's one thing that you can leave with the listeners? Oh man, God, that's a good, that's a good question. What could I, what could I leave? Here, I'll leave, I'll leave this. You know, when you got a vision, like, you know, when you think you're going to be something or you can see yourself as something, you know, it's hard trying to convince other people of your vision. They might can see the potential, but they don't see it the way you do. So for a lot, so, you know, I just would like to encourage the listeners, hey, listen, if that's your vision, you got to treat it as it's your vision. And and people aren't going to get your vision until you begin to make it happen for yourself. You know, you can't be mad at people for not necessarily seeing your vision. God gave it to you for a reason. God didn't get an art to, to, to Sam or whomever else. He gave it to Noah, <laughs> you know, so... I think that once you once you really embrace what your vision is, and and we we just focus on that instead of who's not supporting us or who didn't show up. Listen, if you build it, they'll come. They they came when the, when the art. I mean, the animals came when the art was built. You know, when when Nehemiah built the wall. You know, they they see, and I'm getting into my <laughs> my Bible stuff. But long story short, you know. <laughs> When you got that vision, as long as God, as long as you know it's from God, your spiritual, you know, your your spiritual compass, don't look at the people. Go do what God assigned you to do, and won't nobody be able to stop you. I don't went from writing books to preaching to now rapping, and I've been, and, and God has been with me in all of it. So um, embrace your vision. And and don't let nobody deter you from it if that's truly what you believe you're you're put on this earth to do. And that's what I leave them with. <laughs> oh, y'all heard it. I hope y'all picked them gems up to use for later. And how can people follow you? How can they contact you if they want to, you know, follow you on your journey or get a yeah. book or grab some music? Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, you can also, you can always uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at jrivers underscore. I have a Facebook fan page, jrivers. Uh, Twitter, jrivers. <laughs> uh, SoundCloud is jrivers59. I'm, I'm everywhere. Uh, uh, well, I was going to say, oh, and just the last thing, uh, you know, if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can always visit my website, uh, jrivers.net. Uh, just shoot me a message. It'll take me a maybe a day or so to get back but I always get back to everyone right well thank you so much for your time we know time is very valuable and you can't get it back once you spend it so we appreciate you spending this time with us today hey Lexi it's, it's been a joy and a pleasure I just want to thank you so much for your encouragement throughout the years you were I mean you've seen me when I, I was writing and preaching and now rapping and you've been always supportive so um you, you have a phenomenal podcast here i'm a listener and i just truly appreciate uh the time to, to come on here so thank you oh thank you absolutely <laughs> all right listeners you've heard it here first 
Now it's time to use what you've learned. I'm talking about those gems. Make sure you pick them up, pass it on, and use them time and time again. Stay tuned for more, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning into the sixth episode of Intellects, a place for entrepreneurs. Next episode, you are in for a treat. We'll be speaking to someone who will break down for us the importance and the priority of the man's role in the family. You definitely don't want to miss it. Thank you for taking in all these artistic gems. Until next time, my friends.